Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cotton Club Crew Big 12 Baseball Preview. This is for Weekend 2 for the Texas Tech Red Raiders as they travel to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. Uh, My name is Jack, and I'm going to be going solo tonight at it. Uh, I'll have a preview out on View of the Matadors Friday uh, for one in writing as well as this one for audio. Um, Tomorrow, uh, games at 7 p.m. on the Longhorn Network. I guess Friday, I should say Friday, uh, 7 p.m. on the Longhorn Network. All games this weekend are on the Longhorn Network. For those of you that will inevitably ask us on Viva, uh, it's on the Longhorn Network, so that's where you can watch. Uh, As always, you can listen to uh, the great guys over at Guns Up Radio, uh, Jeff Haxon and Jamie Lint, uh, and, you know, they paint the picture as, as good as anyone does in the business. So um, let's dive into it. You know, uh, right now, the Big 12 Conference standings are somewhat – it's very early in conference. Uh, right now, Tech is at the top of conference play at 2-1 and one overall with an overall 2-1 and one Big 12 uh, record with an overall record of 18-4. and four. Good for about an 82% win percentage. Texas has not played a Big 12 series yet, so this is their opening one. And this ends a pretty decent homestand for uh, for Texas, if I'm not mistaken. You know, this is, um, I believe this is, uh, God, I want to say for them it's like, a 14-game homestand or something like that. So um, one of the longest ones Texas has had in a long time at Dish Falk. And, um, you know, Tech's going on the road. Uh, Tech has better has gotten the better of Texas for the last two series. Uh, obviously, we know last year, uh, you know, Kurt Wilson stealing home and then the uh, walk-off Grand Slam, back-to-back days, Um to win that series. And then, uh, in 2021, uh, you had the awkward, you know, uh, next day save by Ryan Sublette down there to secure that series, uh, or not secure the series, but to, uh, to win a game and then go on later that day, uh, to win the next game and win the series there as well. So, um, Texas tech has not lost a series to Texas, uh, since 2019 in Austin. So um, hoping to continue that 
this weekend for the Red Raiders. Um, let's lay it out on the line. Uh, so the starting pitching matchups are going to go um, Friday night. Uh, Brendan Gurton will go up against Lucas Gordon. Uh, Lucas Gordon has been at Texas for a, a while now. He was there last year, pitched against uh, Tech in Lubbock. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe Tech got the better of him in his outing in uh, Lubbock. Uh, but Brendan Gurton will go against him. Um, they're both 2-0. and uh, Lucas Gordon's been pitching really well. Uh, you know, they, he has a 1.37 ERA, uh, it's tops in the big 12. Um, Texas has lost, um, more games than normal coming in. Uh, this is kind of what I would label and I'm not, uh, I'm not so sure that the Longhorn fans wouldn't agree. This is somewhat of a rebuilding year for Texas. Um, not to take this series lightly by any means from the stance of the Red Raiders. Uh, they need to go down here and take care of business or Texas will win this series. Um, they're not ranked in any polls and they're 15 and seven overall, uh, as opposed to Texas tech eight being 18 and four. As I mentioned, the Friday, uh, matchup will be Lucas Gordon against Brendan Gurton. Um, Brendan Gurton looking to uh, kind of get back on track. He he hasn't had any losses, but uh, you know his control's been a little iffy at times, uh, and I'm sure he'd be the first to tell you that. So uh, Brendan Gurton looking to get back on track uh, in this one. Uh, you know Saturday, um, Texas Tech will throw Mason Molina, uh, who's two and one with a 2.81 ERA, and Texas will throw Travis Staley. Um, who's two and two with a four oh seven ERA Sunday uh are both TBA at this point. Um if we might see Tabor fast again. Um I think it just depends on what tech wants to bring out of the bullpen, considering Brandon Beckel will be unavailable due to a four game suspension uh by Josh Holiday and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I mean the Big Twelve, sorry. Um so that's that's what uh, that's for. Um, they were a little upset that Brandon got a little too mean, and uh, so they complained about it. Um, for Texas this year, um, you might recognize a few of their names. Some they had some turnover, but not a whole lot. Um, they had they still have a lot of guys that you might recognize. Uh, Mitchell Daly being one of them. Eric Kennedy. Um, you might recognize the name Porter Brown. He used to play at TCU, but transferred to Texas this past offseason. Um, they also have a guy in the infield, Jaden Duplantier. His brother, Andre Duplantier, is in the bullpen as uh, a pitcher as well. So both of the brothers play for Texas. Um, looking at the Texas roster, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of you know, just holes. So again, I want to, I want to reiterate, this is, this is a young roster. A lot of, a lot of underclassmen, uh, a lot of sophomores and freshmen and juniors on this roster, not a whole lot of seniors. Um, but, uh, but some good talent here for sure. Um, we'll get into the, I guess the game by game, if we really want to go about it, um, 
you know, tech coming off of the uh, tech coming off of the two uh, game series win against Oklahoma State. Um, with your, I don't know how to really, I mean, they just, uh, quite frankly, they just kicked the crap out of Oklahoma State in that final game. Run rule, 12 to 1, uh, seven innings, and on a getaway day, Tech, uh, sent the pokes back to Stillwater a little earlier than they were thinking. Um, this will be a fun series for Red Raider fans, but the, uh, person I'm looking forward to having the most fun will most likely be Tech's starting first baseman, Gavin Cash. Uh, Gavin Cash leads the Red Raiders in pretty much every single um, main batting statistic other than RBIs. He leads in average home runs, hits. Gavin Cash transferred to Tech, to tech from Texas over the offseason. So, um, you know, David Pierce kind of uh let him get away and now he's raking in Lubbock. So I'm sure that Gavin Cash would love to uh go down here and put a stamp on this one uh for his own sake. Moving on and as I mentioned, uh you know, Tech's offense has been pretty strong this year. Um quite frankly they've been over able to overcome uh, a couple of poor pitching performances. You saw that in Game One against Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, with them getting out to that seven to one lead, and then Tech coming back and winning eight to seven in ten innings. Um, to put it into kind of a perspective, um, your main lockdown guy on the weekend had been Mason Molina, uh, but he got the loss last weekend. So uh, I think that some stability in this rotation will be uh, very welcome. And I think that as soon, the sooner you can get that, the better Um, tech really does have a front loaded um, schedule in terms of the big 12. Uh, You know, they opened with Oklahoma state last weekend. They're at Texas this weekend. And then they host TCU next weekend uh, in Lubbock. And after that, just get a well-deserved break uh, Easter weekend as they host North Dakota State in a non-conference series. But after that, it's back to the grind. Uh, they head out to Palo Alto to uh, go to Stanford, have two midweek games at Stanford, who have been in the top ten pretty much all season. Uh, then that weekend they go to Norman to play three at OU. Um, then at home... April 18th and 19th the following week to host Grand Canyon, who Tex had some trouble with in the past couple of years. Um, Let's go over through the stats, and I want to... um, I want to just basically kind of reiterate who our main guys are this year, and then um, I'll get over to the Texas side and kind of tell you who to watch for for Texas as well. Uh, obviously I mentioned Gavin Cash. Uh, Gavin Cash is hitting 440 uh, with seven homers, seven doubles, two triples, 34 RBIs. He's walked 14 times. He's His OPS is 1291. Um, Austin Green is hitting 418 
his OPS is 1342. He has six home runs and 35 RBIs. His wa- he's walked 19 times. Uh, next highest average is a tie, actually, between Gage Harrelson and Kevin Bazell. Uh, Harrelson is OPS is at 966 uh, with one home run, 18 RBIs, 11 doubles for Harrelson. Uh, Bazell with a 1028 OPS, hitting 341, three homers, 24 RBIs. He's Kevin Bazell has walked 20 times. Uh, the only person on Tech's roster that has walked more is Nolan Hester in that leadoff spot um, with 23. Uh, Tech as a team is hitting 325 with an OPS of 996. Uh, they have 35 home runs, 214 RBIs. They've walked 151 times. I don't know the the official numbers on that, but that's got to be towards the tops in, in Division I. Um, moving over to Texas, uh, they have, like I mentioned, it's a young roster, um, but... What they do have is, I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, P- David Pierce is a good coach. Uh, I mean, let's let's be real about it. And um, they have, you know, they lost Troy Tulowitzki, their hitting uh, their hitting coach over the off season. But you know, they uh, they have kind of um, you know reloaded, so to speak, in terms of coaching staff. And, uh, you know, forgive me a second while I pull up their stuff. But um, their their new uh, hitting coach is Steve Rodriguez. And if that sounds familiar, it's because he was the Baylor coach last year. He left Baylor and uh, came to Texas as an assistant and... That is kind of why you're seeing that uh, that Baylor program in Waco going through a really, really rough stretch um, in terms of, uh, you know, overall statistics. Um, for Texas, um, their main guy is Peyton Powell. Uh, he's hitting 419 on the season. He has three home runs, 15 RBIs. Uh, Eric Kennedy, a guy I mentioned, uh, he's been at Texas for a while. Uh, he's hitting 367. His OPS is 1158. Uh, he has seven homers, leads the team, uh, and leads the team uh, with 21 RBIs. Uh, Porter Brown, I mentioned the TCU transfer. Uh, he's hitting 333 with a 1044 OPS. He has five homers and 21 RBIs. Uh then you kind of get down to, you know, your Dylan Campbell. He's been there. Mitchell Daly. Uh, Mitchell Daly's hitting 270. Dylan Campbell kind of having an interesting year at 238, kind of struggling, it seems. Um, so they have some guys. They have some studs, as always. It's Texas. Um, but you're, it's going to be your uh, your newer guys. I don't want to say newer, but... Um, you know, you're, 
I guess Peyton Powell is not a transfer. He's he's been at Texas his whole career, um, but he hasn't really played uh, until now. Um, he's a redshirt junior, and uh, you know he's taking the most of his opportunities right now. Like I mentioned, Eric Kennedy, Porter Brown, those guys are you know experienced Big Twelve guys. They know what to expect. Um, it's really interesting that. Uh, that uh, they have, you know, so many guys that are kind of upperclassmen that really haven't played. Uh, I know that they have Jack O'Dowd, who, uh, you know, he's a Vanderbilt transfer, but he uh, he transferred in last year, I'm pretty sure. So, again, that'll be a pretty interesting, uh, just to see what, just to see what types of lineups they throw out there. Uh, I'm interested to see the job that David Pierce is doing, just mainly because they are on an 11-game win streak. Um, but as I mentioned, they haven't played anyone really yet. Um, they they played in that opening series in Globe Life, uh, the one that Oklahoma State and TCU played in also. Um, you know, they played Arkansas, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. They lost all three of those. Uh, they lost 3-2 to two to Arkansas, 6-5 to five against Missouri. Then they got blown out 12-2 to two by Vanderbilt. Uh, they've played LSU in a midweek single game. They lost three to nothing. Uh, that weekend, they played at Cal State Fullerton, and they lost that series two to two games to one. Um, so, since that game at Cal State Fullerton, though, they've won eleven straight. So again, they've played Mercer, Manhattan, North Dakota State, Incarnate Word, New Orleans. So again, they haven't really played many. People, but the ones they have, they've somewhat struggled against. So um, we'll see what to expect from the Longhorns. I'm expecting a knockdown dragout uh, kind of fight, as it always is in Austin, and it, it always is against the Longhorns. I, th- I think that um, I prefer to play Texas when uh, when they're you know on the top of their game because you know that uh, every time that Tech plays Texas, you're going to get the best out of them, and um, it's good to know that if you win, you know, you did it against their best. Um, before we head out here, I do want to um, mention for uh, the possible Sunday slot, like I mentioned, it could be Tabor Fast. Um, I'm not too sure who else um, it really could be. Um you know, if you want to go by starts, it it could be, um, it could be Kyle Robinson. I I think it just really depends on um, the type of relief you need behind Girton and Molina on Friday and Saturday. Uh, especially, uh, you'll probably need Kyle Robinson because you don't have that right-handed arm in Beckel out there. Um, which really hurts. Beckel is in has seven appearances this year. He's Three and zero. He has three wins, no losses. His ERA is zero point six four. Um, so he's been making the most of his opportunities. He leads uh, the team in non-starters uh, in strikeouts. Uh, so he's uh, the opponents are hitting one sixty four against him. Um, another guy that uh, you could expect to see out of the bullpen at least is going to be Ryan Free. Uh, the lefty is. Leads the team in appearances. He has nine. Uh, his ERA is 2.84. His whip is 87. 
So that's really good, as in 0.87. Um, he's 2-1 and one on the year. Uh, you know, he got the loss, I believe, against Texas A&M, uh, which was a little fraudulent, but we'll go into that another time. Um, Josh Sanders, Jace Lopez, Trenton Parrish, those are all guys you're going to see. Probably Andrew Devine as well. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Bravo get some get some dual play time, uh, some in the field and some on the mound. Um, you know, you could probably expect to see Erdman and possibly even Zane Petty. Um, I think that I think that Tim Tadlock was really uh, impressed with the way Zane Petty pitched against UTA a couple weeks ago, and so I think that uh, Zane Petty could be getting some more time on the mound. Uh, kind of in that midweek starters role, and so if since we didn't have a midweek this week, it's very possible you see a lot of run from Zane this weekend, unless uh, you know Tim Tadlock wants him uh, next week against Abilene Christian. Um, you know, rounding it out, predictions. I have a hard time. Uh, not, I have a hard time seeing Tech not win this series. Uh, Texas is in a down year. Um, Tech is playing pretty well. Tech's up to 14th in the country uh, in their in their rankings for D1 baseball. Um, Tech hasn't lost a series to Texas, like I mentioned in the opening, since 2019. So um, I don't think that starts now. Uh, with Texas kind of in a down year and Tech, uh, you know, uh, finding that offensive, you know, that offensive swing here lately, I think that Tech has a good possibility of winning this series. And uh, I think we need to set a good tone on Friday with Brendan Gurton. I think if Brendan Gurton gets back to being Brendan Gurton, uh, it, it, it does wonders for this pitching uh, staff. It saves arms in the pin because you don't have Beckel out there. Um, and I think it gives Molina the confidence that, you know, if Brennan Gurton's out there throwing good, then he can throw good on Saturday as well. Um, again, Sunday, I would expect probably Tabor fast because it, then it'd be, uh, you know, back-to-back lefties, which they might not be used to seeing. Um, if not, maybe Kyle Robinson kind of switch it up, alternate right, left, right. Um, there are plenty of options, and I think this bullpen so far has been able to prove that they're a lot deeper than bullpens in past years. A lot of guys getting a lot of run just because everyone's so young, so they all expect to kind of come out of the pen at you know any given time. But again, um, I'll go through the times one more time, and uh, I'll get you on your way. Uh, Friday night, 7 p.m. on the Longhorn Network. Uh, that pitching matchup is going to be Lucas Gordon going for Texas against Brendan Gurton for Texas Tech. Saturday, 2 p.m. on the Longhorn Network, uh, Texas will send Travis Staley to the mound against Texas Tech's Mason Molina. Sunday, both uh, both pitching matchups are to be announced. Again, for Tech, I would probably expect either Tabor Fast or Kyle Robinson in that role. Um but until we know, we won't know. Um, here's to Tech winning another series in Austin, and uh, you know we will have some co- we'll have coverage on Viva the Matadors 
uh, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon of these games. So I will be there for that. I hope you follow along with me, and I hope that we can get some chatting in. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wreck them.